Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Chickity-check, check, check. Mic, check, one, two. My mic sounds Sound nice. nice. Check, check one. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is cracking, Zig? Oh, man, what were we just talking about that's totally going to be lost on this? Actually, no, I can save it. I can save the audio. I can save the audio. I don't know. I feel like we were on a total riptide just now. Oh, um, shoot. The last episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Ah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, nah, there's no need to keep talking about that. So, Dead But if I have total freedom! <laughs> have you heard anything about green hydrogen? No. Is that like a red Gyarados? No. So, apparently, Saudi Arabia is working on a new fuel source. Um, called green hydrogen and I just thought it sounded interesting I hadn't read too much into the article I was you know probing to see if you were into it and you know I, I thought you, you know you like science and whatnot I mean <laughs> you know but I also I'm also the same person who thinks during the day and I'm like huh how many letters of the alphabet could you phonetically spell without using its own letter <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> green the letter hydrogen. C, W, That's H, no, no, G. Are we using old English specifically or new English? This is so. <laughs> <Idiotic. laughs> Green hydrogen. Saudi Arabia is making grounds here into. I don't know. Like I said, I gotta look more into this green hydrogen thing. Green hydrogen. Green. Okay. Green. <laughs> the fuck. Look, man, I'm still trying. <laughs> they over anyway. running gas. It's like nah. I'm just thinking, you know, because I also saw a bunch of articles the other day about how it, how climate scientists are saying that we past the point of no return as far as the climate goes <laughs> and climate change is concerned and um yeah it seems like now everything is going to be kind of not preventative measures but like you know a band-aid to fix a problem here in saudi arabia one of the leading oil producers on the planet is you know making leave way here to try and get Away That's from gotta be saying fuels. something. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, we're still arguing about whether or not wearing a mask is oppression. Are you ready for Donald Trump updates? Go. Oh, hold on. Wait. Speaking of that, you want to hear something wild? Sure. I read the other day, and don't ask me where I read this because I can't remember. I've been reading too much at this point. Um, it is illegal in Paris, we'll say specifically, but maybe all of France to wear like a hijab and a burqa, right? Hmm. But people are forced to wear masks though, right? It is now legally mandated that people wear masks, but you can be 
fined and arrested for wearing a hijab still. Just in case you thought America was the only place where ignorance and racism reign king. <laughs> France, now with racism. No, always with racism. France, racist, always has been. <laughs> White people. Remember where you come from. This shit isn't purely American, but as you can see, a lot of the things are kind of specifically branded as American, and we'll probably get into that a bit later. Yeah. Uh, so here's our Donald Trump updates. He's now lost the election five times and he's crying like a bitch. That's it. <laughs> That's all. We don't care anymore. I mean, we don't have to. We. No, I, I disagree. I, I woefully disagree that um, we're not done with this man. Unless he has a heart attack like the Simpsons claim in the next, like, what is it, 65 days now? I feel like we're going to Oh, be... Lighthouse update, you were right. They do get Secret Service protection for the rest of their lives. Ah, see? See? I'm not crazy. I told you I'd be reading a lot. I'd be smart with it. <laughs> The one that the people really, like all the Secret Service agents that people are like, man, fuck Chuck. You know, have him on Trump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ted's over there in the yeah. fucking, like, You're faculty on. lounge. He's like, fuck Chuck. I'm still on flood duty. Yeah, it's either a reward for, like, long-time good service. Like, yo, you get ex-pres detail now. You guys get to chill out and go fucking hang out with They're gonna be like, nah, you get Trump. Yeah. Or or it's a punishment. <laughs> Have Trump. You get to go hang out with that fucking nut job. Good luck. <laughs> Brett. You mean the type he brings the Secret Service agent and be like, alright, I'm on a golf, golf course. I need somewhere to sit. Brett, Brett, you saw that? I made a hole in one, right, Brett? Brett, 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 come here and and kneel down. I need to somewhere to sit right now. <laughs> Brett, Brett, don't you think Ivanka's hot? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you think Ivanka's hot. I mean, like. But if I am me and me is me, then tell me Ivanka is hot. <laughs> God damn it. Oh man, I'm gonna actually be practicing my Shinji impression now. No. That's sad. Oh. oh man. Um, but yeah, no, he still hasn't conceded though. Um, his supporters. I mean, you watched the Million Maga March. Like, was he actually at that? I didn't pay attention to it at all. No, and I don't even know if it was the Million Maga March. It was just I turned on Twitter and it was just live protests from. That's something like that's break time topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, All like right, that's I, fair. I, we'll go into that a little bit. It is. Later. It is uh, some of the worst of America I've seen. I feel like this last year has been a good chunk of the worst America I have seen. <laughs> I actually just um, this entire year, the worst America has been it now in color in in a while. <laughs> Wow, I was saying that as just like a throwback, and then I realized how like layered that statement was. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> when when we get to talk now about in it, color. when we get to talk about it a little bit later, we will see that um, America has kind of always been this way, <laughs> and it's sad, but funny. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Thanks, Donald. 
man. Mm, fuck that guy. Yeah. podcast exclusive Andrew Johnson grew up a poor white right and always looked at the planter class plantation owning southerners as the blame for the civil war right so when he became president in order for them to be allowed back as citizens of the union he made them personally come he made them come to him and personally apologize for a pardon. Think about how petty that is. As a person growing up who hates the Southern elite, then becomes president after the Civil War, and they have to come groveling to you in order to be led back into the Union. That's so sad. It's Trumpian. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how sorry you are. Please. Tell, tell me how bad you love America. Or tell me how much you love America. Tell me how much of a great president I am. Oh, man. History has been whitewashed a lot. And that's a very literal statement. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But this mega march that I... Yeah, let's, let's talk about that before we get more into that discussion. Yeah. Uh, the actually, let's start off with uh, something light, and then something tragic, and then we'll get into the maga. maga. The, the the march of the maggots. I, I like <laughs> the march of the maggots. You heard it here first, folks. If you see hashtag it, march of the, the maggots. maggots. <laughs> oh man! If you see it anywhere else, you know they're copying. Yep. Anyway, so something kind of fun and interesting. Uh, the original writer of Naruto, Kishimoto, is taking control of writing Boruto again. Oh, and is that for a specific reason? Like, has the fandom been crying for... I mean, Boruto's trash. Is it? Uh, and I mean, now it means that all female character development's gonna stop, and Naruto is not gonna die. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> That's what I've gathered from Twitter, is Damn. all female character development is now gonna be ceased to exist. And um, Naruto's not gonna die. Are you happy about this decision? Because, like I said, I don't watch Naruto or I mean, Boruto. I mean, I'm a huge Sakura fan. I really think Sakura has the best fight in that entire franchise when Sakura and Lady Chiyo take on Seisori, the puppet master. Now, now that could probably be said that the the fight in Borto where you have Sakura, Naruto, Borto, and Sasuke all fighting those people because you have all of them and the animation's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But like the animation is good though. I, I think Sakura has gotten the short end of the stick. And mm. I think that like she was trained by Lady Tsunade. Like she's okay. not a punk. Like she's, she's still she's, like wicked strong. Yeah, but you don't think she's really had a chance to like show herself yet. Not only that, I feel like they like she got put into the. She basically was like told to go back into the kitchen, essentially. Mm. Mm. Then she just became like a. She became You're a whiny character. She, yeah. yeah, like literally, that was her job in the Ninja War. Was like heal these 
like, now they never would have won without her because... Kind of how they did to Bulma after she got pregnant? Uh, kind of how they did to Chi-Chi after she got pregnant? Chi-Chi is more accurate. Yeah. Bulma was always Bulma. I mean, but Bulma was, like, the engineer behind, like, all their adventures in Dragon Ball. Yeah, right. no, and Bulma, like, like and I remember, mean, Bulma still... saved Earth when Beerus showed up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Bulma's always, give... like, Chi-Chi's the one where they're just, yeah. like, Chi-Chi back in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, Chi-Chi's character. Goku's hungry she just, again. Yeah, she became Goku's bitchy housewife. Goku, you said you were going to stop doing all this fighting, and you haven't stopped fighting yet. You just keep finding more people to Gohan has to school! Right. right. That was Chi-Chi's character. Yeah. Like, that That was it. She was the Dragon Ball version of Marge Simpson. Um, no, even Marge Simpson, I think, is more nuanced than mm. Chi-Chi. Mm. That may be fair, though. That may be a fair argument that's going to get picked up on me. But... Yeah, Bulma's always been Bulma's always been super relevant to the plot of, of whatever Dragon Ball they're in. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I will give you that. That she definitely has a bit more. Like Bulma's a real fleshed she out. She has character. more, yeah, involvement than Chi Chi did. Uh, but like the way that like Bulma, yeah, Bulma's a support character. But Bulma, like we all, like Bulma matters. Yeah. And Bulma has a real personality to her. Like Bulma bosses around Vegeta. Bulma turned that nigga Vegeta into a fucking house husband. <laughs> yeah, and you know, how do they get to Namek with the spaceship that Bulma built? Exactly. How do they time travel with the time machine that Bulma built? Yeah, that's my point. Like she still comes in to play a lot more than Chi-Chi is usually just there to be like, don't die. Yeah, and Sakura was pretty much at that point just like following along. And she was just like yeah. the third member. Yeah. And after Sasuke left, the whole her whole character was just like, I miss Sasuke! <laughs> and that was really, really disappointing because, you know, you she had so her, much potential. Yeah, you expected her to live out to be something like much more influential to the whole show than just yeah. the whiny thought. And Sasuke's baby mama. Yeah. <sighs> so, what was next? Oh, so uh, 6% of the Texas inmates have died from COVID. Oh, thank you. Not, for that. not, not 6% of cases. 6%. 6% of the total population. Do we know what the total population of the prison is? Uh, no, this is statewide. Oh. 6% oh. of all Texas inmates have died from COVID. Shit. Shit, I missed that part. God damn. That is unforgivable. Yes. <laughs> God damn. But, you know, state-sponsored genocide. It's... <laughs> yeah. One way to call the need for resources. Oh, but that's talking. Yeah, no. Let's not go there. Why would we why would we assume that that's what all this actual idiocy behind, you know, the planning and the structure for some kind of economic recovery is about? Hi, Ted. Let's let all the poor people die and then, you know. What's up, guys? Yeah, you know, because they're only alive on 
government dollars and everything. Exactly. You need to cut the budget somewhere. <laughs> what if we cut the channel down? Then we can cut our overhead down. I feel like this somehow ends up in the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, did you hear that they're gassing um, migrants in the uh, detainment camps? Let's no. call them what they are. Yeah, yeah, they're gassing them with um, sanitizer, like for COVID reasons. <sighs> America. <laughs> yeah. Land of yeah. the free. Did you hear that deep, unsettling pause just now? It's because there's no joke behind that. That shit is fucking wild and. Wasn't brought up in either one of the fucking debates. Nope. Neither were the forced hysterectomies, but I mean, I guess, you know, this is supposed to be a light podcast, so we won't get into that too much. You know, I think once we came up with the topic, we were like, no, this is not going to be a light podcast, but like... This is going to be a real podcast. This is going to be a real podcast. Y'all are going to learn something. Yeah, whether you like it or not. But, anyway, the Million Maggot March. I hope you like the podcast, though. Oh, God, yeah. So, I watched... The visual. I watched the live stream of a maggot in the crowd. <laughs> doing as they do, do doing as out. Doing as what maggots do. And uh, I, wrote, I wrote this as a pretty good way to describe... Um, I'll go down the rest of my notes with all of the various quotes, but... I was watching a right-wing leaning Twitter page live stream the protests in downtown DC, drunk on some star-spangled tank. The MAGA people chanted, among their variety of lovely chants, journalism's gay. I found this hitting me in two ways. I'm watching these people surround a single person who looks like a Fallout character with a camcorder taped to his head. Mm. The first thing that hit the me visuals. was they were saying to him, and by proxy me. Now clearly this was directly at him. The symbolism isn't that hard to see here. But I'm scribbling notes, analog, pen and paper, of course of what I'm seeing, taking thorough notes. So of course I saw them directing their message at me. I honestly thought it was more funny than offensive or intimidating. Let's put the gay as an insult part aside for the moment. I saw some of America's ugliest parts come out tonight. I wrote down these quotes. I took down notes of the six or seven Antifa protesters waving a Biden flag behind a police line. They honestly just look like some 20-something-year-old art students going through a Banksy phase. The visuals. <laughs> One thing I heard someone from the MAGA crowd shout to the aspiring Instagram influencers, hashtag, was, there, the police, are here to protect you. Before you ask, yes he was, and yes they were. But the second part of the irony is the live stream in itself. The live stream was from a pro-Trump source, you know, and I know, that they're going to spin it in some favorable light as that's their job. Of course. What made that media outlet acceptable to them? How would they view right. me taking notes on their outlet message and drawing my conclusion? Well, obviously they don't like it, but... But I... Can. There's the rub. These counter-media outlets are necessary to organize these types of events and galvanize their audience. If I was a video editor at that outlet... There'd be a lot of B-side material that would never see the light of day. <laughs> it's hard to spit shine a turd. Oh, but how they try. How so, they some try. other quotes. 
that I've heard. Um, so there was this one uh, black girl, like, by herself. She was clearly fucked up. And she was just by herself, like, in the middle of this crowd, like, waving and being like, Where's your mask? Yeah. Where's your did, mask? Did oh, by the way, there was, on? like, did she one him? out of six people had a mask. Damn, of course. Um, did the, and people were chanting, Black Lives Matter, witch. She, they actually said witch. Because it's a witch hunt, you know? Because we're back there again, you know? Satanic And, and I mean, like, the, they, they were not really... I, I, I also... She was not protesting. She definitely was more instigating. Yeah, because everybody's still kind of in, like, a gloating phase. Like, yeah. ha, ha, he like, lost. Like, like it, it's like... It, we're, I'm not here. I'm not giving her the hero treatment. Yeah, no. I mean, let's not. There's um, no need to. Of course you I have. Mean, fuck Antifa. Uh, get a job towards counter-protesters. Uh, just constantly the chanting of fag, fag, fag. Um, we may have to bleep a few of those out. Yeah. Deep state F A G G Faggot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh America First. Uh mob mentality was on full display. Oh, um surrounding the helmet bro guy. Uh, the Mr. Fallout, as I described. Right. Uh like he really did look like he had like he had like a, a minor hat on with like a scorpion like face mask underneath <laughs> and it, it, like it, it looks like, he, like he, it looked like he had body armor where yeah. you take like two trash can lids and you yeah. put them on the front of your back that, and you tie them around with like, like a string an, that sounds like antifa yeah and he's just standing there with a camcorder on his head and there's like 50 people surrounding surrounding him and they're just chanting and pointing at him and they're just like journalism's gay journalism's gay so did you see any actual violence being committed during this live stream no because i saw somebody on your post earlier who you know claimed reports of like a stabbing or something like that no i was watching that live stream for about an hour and i i did not see any violence i I haven't seen i saw a lot of tension but i mean yeah i haven't seen reports and i'm surprised right with all that fucking tension that nothing has fucking popped but like i said it was like 100 200 you know maggots and you know the photo club from (laughs) the photo club from micah Yo, it just and you I, know, it, it was like I gave you the perfect visuals. You know exactly the type that, of people yeah, I'm exa- talking no, about. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. It's the same kind of people that show. It's the artsy types that show up to all these Black Lives Matter rallies. You know, those people with the deep shaming white guilt that are like, or or you know your like frat naked bros. Athena, like naked Athena, or your frat bros who are looking to get their I stood up for something badge. Yeah. Oh, right. So they can get their poon later on. Ew, poon. Oh, God. Wash your mouth out. But sounds like it was just, you know, a white supremacist rally. Yeah, it was pretty much just a white supremacist rally. It was it was ugly and awful and... Um, unite the white. I mean... So it was, it was Unite the Right 2020. Yeah, and they were like, like it was in the comment. Like I said, it was a right wing Twitter thing. So all the comments were were right wing. Yeah. Like they scared off the Antifa. Yeah, go Patriots. Uh, this idea of patriotism that they have is befuddling to me. I don't quite 
see their rationale. <laughs> Why this man? And that's what I don't, I haven't been able to grasp the entire time, right? Like, I can get how people might think Donald Trump is funny. I can get how some people may even still think he's a good businessman after all of the exposés, right? Like, I can even see the, I guess, idolizing of his wealth, right? To an extent. But following this man as a leader, though? Like, <laughs> that just seems like so fucking out of place and so wrong on so many goddamn levels. But we don't have to talk about him anymore. You say that. For now. But just let's let's enjoy that we don't actually have to talk about him very much today. Can we talk about how him and Fox News are beefing though? Oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, go there. And Newsmax, that's a new one. I haven't heard of Newsmax, and I uh, we've talked about how he before he won the presidency, this man was talking about or word around the grapevine was that he was going to Make start a news, news station. Yep, news network. Maybe he's just going to throw his money behind Newsmax and go over there and yell about... He got his fucking supporters calling Fox News too liberal. In what fucking universe do we live in now where Fox News is considered too liberal for some people? And you're like, this man's going to go away. No, he's not. He's got people out here thinking Fox News is too fucking liberal. That is wild yeah well it's their will of the people i suppose that's a deep cut for you for all you history buffs just go ahead and explain that one <laughs> just do it i don't think i can the will of the people was the propaganda movie for uh nazism in germany ah uh, that's right one of the earliest uses of film for political uh, agenda. Other and it was presented than, in, in movie theaters. Other than Birth of a Nation? Because I'm pretty sure Birth of a Nation was first. Now, if you just said Birth of a Nation... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my mind... That's just where my mind is at right now, yo. I'm not even, like focused on Nazis anymore because my whole like Nazi like research led me to American fascism and now I'm stuck and on here that. we are still are fighting to this day my god so I had a real quick co carryover from uh, something we talked about on some previous pod for a hot second so you remember how we were talking about how like the CEOs of like major internet corporations are like gods of the internet of like the online avatar that we all interact on. Oh, yes. Yeah, and how they oversee and curate but all But how of they our are also imperfect. They are the Greek gods. Yo, you just described like the western oligarchy in like a nutshell, right? Like cuz the motherfuckers are obsessed with Roman culture, yo. So Roman gods essentially. I mean, like you got Zeus fucking thing. everybody. Yes, that's how the fucking oligarchy operates, right? Paris trying to kill Zeus. Like, I just watched this thing on Netflix this it's week called uh, Blood it, of Zeus. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Yo, yo, Blood of Zeus is kind of, I mean, 
The storyline, I don't. I, the animation, though. The, the animation's great. Yeah, the animation. I mean, is it, great. it was. It was made by the Castlevania people, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Same animation. You could just, yeah, you could just yeah. tell from the animation. Like, yeah. it was good. Yeah. I'm in for a second season, but I'm not gonna be like, woo! I admit it got me to Google the the Greek fi- Greek god family tree. Yo, I mean that's why I started watching it right because that was kind of my introduction into superheroes and shit. Like before, I was really into like Superman and Batman and all that. I started with the Greek gods because when you read their like Hercules and the mythology and all that shit is like wild, yo. Like Zeus was literally out here fucking anything, (laughs) anything and everything, yo, just because he could. Like, damn, yo, that deer, (sighs) that deer got a fat ass, yo. (laughs) Hera's sitting there with the get out smile, like, this is fine. Like, really, Zeus? The deer? The deer? (laughs) That poor woman. He just turned her into a fucking, like, spinster, yo. Like, goddamn. Like, yeah. And, I mean, like, the whole Hercules. I mean, Hercules, right? Like, then you got, like, Apollo and Hermes just, like, wandering through the palace, and she's just like, yup. Fucking anything that Zeus isn't fucking. Which Which of their kids is legitimate, like, between the two of them? I don't know off the top of my head. I just know that <laughs> all of Greek mythology can be boiled down to was Zeus drunk and did he fuck something? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. And that's essentially American elitism, right? Because you got fucking Donald Trump sitting up on the golden throne. Telling us to live our normal peasant lives as humble and gracious while he sits back and gorges himself on tables full of McDonald's burgers and Uh, well done steaks with ketchup. So, I'm going to say that Jack Dorsey would be Zeus because he just has the Uh, wildest of Twitter where it's just like, well, Twitter happened. I can't agree with you, yo, because Zuckerberg clearly rules overall. Like, Dorsey is probably Poseidon. Like, he's second. He's close. Like, he's arguably, Twitter is arguably just as influential, if not on the same par as Facebook. But Facebook's branding is just a little bit better than Twitter. No, but, like, shit happens because of Twitter. That's, yeah, and shit happens because of Poseidon in Greek mythology, too, right? Like, So would... The whole, uh, the fucking Odyssey, like, that whole shit happened because of would Poseidon. Would Bezos be Hades? Mm. All goods and services flow through Amazon? That's tough. If Bezos is Hades, then who... Well, what would you say Hera would be? I feel like Hera would be Google. Because Hera has her hands in fucking everything. Which one of these tech companies has a female CEO? Does it matter? I feel like it does, kind of. But my question is, who is Ares? Reddit. Mmm. Mmm. That's accurate. 
I feel like aggressive, that is very aggressive, so, aggressive, a little bit forgotten, and um, when it comes into the limelight, it fucking wrecks. Oh, YouTube is Hera, because YouTube has a female CEO. Boom. Okay. So who would Google be? Hermes. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I feel like that's obvious, right? Like, we should have, like, when you said Google earlier, that should have immediately been Harry. Hermes, my bad. I'm thinking, who is, well, Twitter, or Tinder is Aphrodite, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, What would Grubhub be? What what was the, the, the feast, the Greek god of feasts? Oh god. That would be Grubhub. Yeah. I'm trying to think who would Instagram would Instagram be Apollo then? <sighs> Who's the Greek god of vanity? I feel like Apollo's pretty vain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Athena, the goddess of knowledge. Wikipedia. Yes. What would Tumblr be? <laughs> Hercules. <laughs> For real? No. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Cause someone somewhere done fucked up. And now we have Hercules. Mm. Mm. You've tentacles everywhere, and Pinterest is Artemis. And I, I might float. Hmm. The Greek god of like the arts the drama oh god you gonna make me google this that would be like netflix yeah oh yeah we totally left netflix out who's the like the the entertaining the the god of entertainment athena is the greek god of art (laughs) yeah she's also the greek goddess of like knowledge yeah Dionysus. Dionysus. He's the Greek god of entertainment. The Greek the god of entertainment. Oh, yeah, he's making... he's the Greek god of parties. He's also yeah. the Greek god of, like, wine and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so who would be the... Who's the... What's the party at? What would be the party at? Um... Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. So, did you have anything else on your uh, docket? Um. Not much besides the fact that I've been living in a weird bubble that's made me come to a lot of weird conclusions. So, I went from finishing Lovecraft Country, Ah. based in. The end of Jim Crow America. Yeah. Uh, I watched all of Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. 
Where was it? Killer, it's really good. Was fucking it? hilarious. Okay. okay. Like, I'll have to check it out. I haven't watched it yet. It's fucking hysterical. Um, where he basically, like, the first episode, he lives black. Where all he does is buy and use things from the black community. Because right. the black community, or the white community will keep a dollar in its... Circulation. Uh, in its circulation for, like, 60 days. Yeah. The black, like, economic sphere... Six or six seconds. I believe it. So, he talked about uh, with the guy who was helping him set it up. He's like, you can't uh, wear anything from a white made company. You can't eat anything from a white made company. You can't be driving in anything from a white made company. Nothing Damn. like that. So, so he even was like, walk, wait. So essentially, so the guy was like, so where do you get your weed? He's like, California. He goes like white dispensaries and he's like damn it he's like well you have to california doesn't have any black dispensaries well they like semantic yeah fair for show purposes but like he had to go and like he couldn't find any black owned cars so he had to go find that's why i said this he went to a black bicycle shop and got a tight, and tight. Got a, a shout uh, out to Black Bicycle, uh, bike, and he had to go three days living black to get from um, Atlanta to Athens, Georgia, for a show. Okay, and uh, mm, so he had to live black while on the road. Yeah, so he Damn. also couldn't eat food. That wasn't made by black people. Yeah. That wasn't produced by black people. Yeah. So he went Damn, to like he went to deep. he went to this like found this really small barbecue place like owned by his black family and they were like all right wait and LP shows up and it's hilarious because they're he's eating it it's like this is the best barbecue I ever had he killer Mike's like I haven't eaten and like. Two days. He's like, oh, oh, really? The lobster rolls that room service were they they could have been better. And he's just like, you're talking about lobster rolls. rolls well, I haven't eaten in two days. He's like, yep. yeah. He's like, that is literal white privilege. Yep. And LP's like, yeah. <laughs> played out in real life. <laughs> played out but, in real life for that ass. Like, right before Mike takes the bite, LP's like, wait, are you counting where the food came from? And he's like. Shit. Goes over. Where do you get your food? Or where do you get your uh, chicken from? And he's like, well, we get it from this wholesale place. Because, like, to go box, can't eat it. White production. Damn. Damn. Yep. I mean, it's like that. When, when you really get deep into, like, the numbers and shit, man, you start to find out why people... All the things like white supremacy and stuff. And then... And you're like... And, and go go on. On go top on, of those... Go on. After I finish Trigger Warning, I then start watching the new season of Fargo, which follows the black crime family that Chris Rock is the head of. Which is also set at, like, 1950 Kansas City, Missouri. Yo. Jim Crowera. Yo. And, and... It's a, uh... <laughs> is it good? It, is it's it? a broadening view of 
you see, it's a lot coming. It's like a lot of like ideas, just like boom, 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 boom in my head. And I'm trying to like write them down and get them all articulated properly. But it's basically timepieces in media, in, in pop culture, are now becoming more well-rounded in how they're able to use... In the stories that they can tell, and... Not only that, but, like, even in just, like, subtle things. Um, like, I remember hearing Don Cheadle talk about him playing Sammy Davis Jr., and, like, they didn't have any dialogue about, like, him dealing with the racist stuff that was going on. Yeah. But Don Cheadle was like, no, look, but can you give me a... a close up, like a yeah. close up, like, like if we're hiding not behind talk the talk about it, yeah, yeah, hiding behind a, a face of a clown. Let's find some way to show it if we're not gonna yes address it directly. And, and when I say like we're at a point now where we can tell these stories in a way that weren't that wasn't allowed to be told before because it is two separate stories. It. Essentially, and it was whitewashed before. Everything had to be made for the perspective of being sold to quote-unquote middle America, which we all know is just code for make white people feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Like, in Lovecraft Country, the scariest thing... Is the racism. <laughs> was the white... Were the white people. It's the racism, son. Like, it, it was the nature of how somebody who lives in the same community as you can be as terrifying as literal monsters that you're up against. Like, yeah. that was the tone and the theme that was the, of the I, That show. was the, the real point. It was, what is scarier? You are left to deal with the question while watching the show. What is scarier to you? What is, like, you look at what is happening and you tell me what has you feeling more uncomfortable as you watch that show. At some points in times, I found myself wanting the monsters to show up because all the racism was making me fucking angry. <laughs> Son, oh, and. Yo, I do just have to say, the sex scene with. Oh, you had a. Look at you, Catholic boy, talking no, about the, the, the sex scene, scene where. Um, the nine tails. No, not 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 that one. Where um, Christine and oh Ruby. Yeah, and she was the white she was the white girl version of herself. Yeah, and he and she was the guy version of herself. Yeah, and then they started exploding all over each other. Yeah. I was like, what I the knew that's what fuck? You were gonna yeah, son. That was the. That was the that, grossest sex scene I've ever yeah, seen, ever. ever, in any porn. That was disturbing. Yeah, yo. That was like some fucking Silent Hill shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, who the fuck came up with this? Yeah. And exactly. then who And then who else was like, yes. Yeah, that's yes. a good idea. That's the perfect, no, oh my God, give that man a raise. That woman a raise. Jesus Christ. Right. Look at you breaking new barriers in American horror story. <laughs> I was that was revolting. Lovecraft Country was like black American horror story stranger things. 
<laughs> Essentially, that's what that Sprinkle shows. in a little bit of the Watchmen, too. Nah, I... Mm, yeah. Man, it was great, because I, I love the show for... It's just different, varied display of, like, black creativity right like it had the horror elements but it also had the afrofuturism in there it had like the mystery elements and i just yeah like the show was great i feel like it was a little rushed in tone but i guess i don't know that was them feeling like they needed to get the story out in one season because who knew if they were going to get renewed with the angle that they were trying to take with it. I mean, because they kept it real the entire time, yep. you know, like the entire fucking time. I, the shit was heavy to watch, man. Like, I found yep. myself at points I needed to I fucking, definitely cried. Yeah. I definitely cried. Yeah, I bitched up. I bitched up too. I'm secure enough in my yeah. masculinity to say that I'm also in touch with my feelings, and that shit got me in my feelings. Oh, oh look at you swinging for them points. Hey, no, but that's real though, for real. It it it's not unmanly to cry. I, I definitely. That was that shit was powerful. Yeah, yeah, yo, that shit. God damn, that fucking Poland in the second to last episode. And Latisha's just waiting with her and. Montrose walking up to Tick after it's all said and done. Yeah, oh boy, it's time to go home. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck this show, fuck this show, and all its glory. God damn it! Fuck Michael K. Williams for being such a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just had to remind myself of like, that's Omar. <laughs> Sometimes I have to remind myself that this is just a show. It's just a show that people are really. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. Lovecraft Country is what Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds wished it was. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was epic. For real, for real. If you didn't watch it, I feel like you missed out. And don't, don't miss out because you're afraid that your white guilt is going to come out and you're gonna feel targeted and triggered like I, if you can watch fucking south park you can watch lovecraft country yo like yeah and that's just being real like a lot of the shit seems so shocking because it's been hidden away from us for so long yo like that that whole time period has just been huh, glossed and painted over like the white house after it burned down yep <laughs> On that note, I think we're going to take a break and uh, we'll come, we'll be right back at you guys. Whoo-wee! You ready for four years of not having to talk about the president all the time? Yes. Yes. You ready for four more years of talking about the dumb shit Trump's doing? Because if you think that motherfucker's going away... We just wanted to care as much. Yeah, that's fair. That's the thing. We I don't want to be invested in the dumb shit he says anymore. Let's hope we don't have to. Here's to not having to be invested to that shit anymore. I cannot. It's so fucking draining. God damn. And hopefully, you know, with these new vaccine trials, this, you know, 
the end of COVID is on the rise. Yep. Even though the numbers I want to go back are steadily again. climbing. Yeah, we went back to phase two, right? Yep. And, I mean, we're seeing the worst numbers in the country that we've seen since the beginning of this shit. I mean, I think these are the worst numbers we've had in the entire time. Yep. It's, uh... It sucks. And it's all in the fucking Midwest region. They're surpassing New York's numbers. Yeah. And, um... A lot of people... Alright, this is depressing. <laughs> I mean... This is depressing. I, I don't mean to laugh at your depression, but it's it's the real... It's real shit. I mean, on some lighter depressing news, uh, people have started a petition to replace Alex Trebek. I, rest in peace. I know it's terrible to be talking about replacing him already, but... But they want to do it with LeVar Burton. No, that I, I saw that and I'm totally with it. <laughs> I'm like, duh. That's fucking perfect. That's perfect. I, I saw not? that and I'm totally with it. That man taught a whole generation to love reading. Yep. And I feel like he deserves more respect than what he gets. I mean, he's totally well respected on the internet, you know? Absolutely. But He's, he's kind of, he's up into like the Bob Ross Absolutely. Like, revered yes. category. It's like yes. Bob Ross, Everybody Mr. Rogers, yes. LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. Everybody fucking loves LeVar Burton. So uh, Lucille Ball. Lucille, yes. Yes. Represent. Right. Where's Lucy? Where's Lucy? Right there. There's Lucy. Gotta love Lucy Ball. Oh, Uncle Phil. James Avery. Yep. Everybody love Uncle Phil. Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. But they're not posthumous yet. So, um, I saw, I saw, um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. It was an older, it was one from last year. Right. But they were doing, like, presidential odds, and they said that, um, Joe Rogan has better presidential odds than, uh, like, some people who are actually considering running. Damn, damn! Who were some of the people? Do you remember some of the people that were considering? No, he running? was just like I, he, he's just like I have better presidential. Like Vegas is giving me better presidential odds, and I'm like, I have no interest in that at all. It's just really funny that Joe Rogan would. He's like, yeah, Joe Rogan would win. Yeah, I mean, if he ran on populism, you know, it's there's in this fucking day and age, Joe, it's there's. Anything is goddamn possible, yo. Like, we literally may end up with a rock. President Jalen Rose. No, the fucking rock. We may end up with the fucking rock as president in 2024, yo. Like, Uh, I mean. And then we'd really be living in idiocracy. No, it would have to be. Terry Crews. It would have to be Terry Crews. I don't think Terry Crews would do it just because of that, though. No, it would be fucking The Rock as president and Terry Crews as his VP. Uh, Can you no, 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 no. It would be Julia Louis-Dreyfus as his VP. Oh, God. I mean, I don't know if that's a terrible presidency. Well, I mean, it would just be Veep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. It could, you know, start with... 
uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh, God. Now we're in House of Cards? No, we're already in House of Cards. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so it was... We talked about Kevin Spacey before, but... Kevin Can Spacey we, was always really, really good at those characters. Because and, that's who he and was. now we really understand. Like. It's like... That's who he really is. That's why I'm like, oh, God. Like, some people... It, that's... That's like the whole... Okay, so... Let's talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. <laughs> again. <laughs> because, once again, whereas everybody is like... Yes, rightfully so, Amber Heard turned out to be the villain in this situation, right? Like, I'm not throwing that into question. All I'm saying is, if Johnny Depp is Jack Sparrow in real life, I can assume, I feel like rightfully so, (laughs) that he's probably also an asshole. Like... Who would really want to be around but Captain Jack Sparrow? Are you sure he's Captain Jack Sparrow, or is he Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd? I don't know. I mean, like... You think he's hacking people up now? I don't know. Oh, my God. What if... I don't know. He's just done so many fucking crazy characters. And that's my point. Like, a guy that has, like... The potential to... Like, Gary Oldman. <clears throat> Do you think Gary Oldman is a nice person in real life? I could buy it. You could buy it? I could buy it. I feel like even Eddie Murphy is probably a bit pretentious, right? Oh, yeah, no. I would definitely <laughs> see that from Eddie. <laughs> that's fucked up. No, 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 no. That's, that's just because the stories I've heard about yo, Eddie. That's fucked up. Like, but the stories I've heard about Gary Old, like, those fucking, like, deep character actors, like, you know the kind of shit Jared Leto was uh, Yeah, doing. Jared Leto was the first one that popped into yeah, my head. Yeah, yo, like... <laughs> Nah, I'm good on that. I don't want to know what that dude is like in real life. Like, if you'll do that to your co-workers, what the fuck will you do to people I you just I think that's why he hasn't gotten many acting jobs since. Netflix joints. Who gives a fuck? Fuck Jared Leto. Yeah. I mean, he's focused on his band, though, right? And that always... And same thing with Johnny Depp. Like, same thing with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars is now trying to be Coldplay when Coldplay is trying to be like you two. Ah, that makes sense, though. (laughs) Damn, that's cold. (laughs) That's cold. Yo, I just feel like... And then to add another cherry onto it, Bring Me a Horizon is now trying to become like 30 Seconds to Mars, so... Damn. Damn, I don't think I've ever heard any Bring Me to Horizon. We will never sleep, because sleep is for the weak. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn. It was one of those things that um, the swoopy emo haircut people in high school would wear shirts to. And you would hear them play entirely too loud out of their earbuds. Yep. That were wired up through their backpack and jacket. Shit. Shit. Why you have to cut them like that, Joe? Because that's what everybody did. Clearly, with the thing I read earlier, I'm very good with descriptions. We were gonna do actually like a much broader thing, but at this point, like, I kind of like that we've just been rambling, and it's also like 12:30. Yeah, I was. And I don't want to just be like cut off now, but I also don't want to get into the huge topic that we had. So we'll do that one. Yeah, we'll save that. We'll save that one, and it's it's a damn it. 
Yeah. It's it. We're, I. So we, we, we have a couple taglines. Damn it. Black stuff. That's or, one. Or. Damn it. Reconstruction. Reconstruction. You, you see where we're going here? You know. The we, other one that I like, just because it sounds very poetic, is the Great Experiments Controlled Group. I felt like that was a little word soupy, but but I think you guys can get the kind of general gist of the theme we're approaching here or we're about to approach, you know, with us talking about the end of Lovecraft or Lovecraft Country. I can have more time to articulate the, all of the thoughts that I've had. And we can gather more sources from American media and different stories that this lens has been told through and we can analyze it in a way that might help make sense of what we've got going on here currently in the country and the culture war that we have at hand here. Because it's been pretty well documented throughout history. Well, one side has been pretty well documented throughout history. If you could make a Marvel versus Capcom three t- three fighter team <laughs> made with Cartoon Network cartoon characters. Who would you pick? Damn. Against who though? We'll do it. We'll do it like a draft, and I'll. Uh... Okay, so my team against your team. All right. How about this? We'll do. Fair anime characters. No, 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 no. Nah. We'll do. I like the Cartoon Network. We'll do the Cartoon Network one. one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Adult Swim is fair game. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack's first pick. Ben ten. Well, no, no, no. We're gonna go back and forth. Oh, oh, okay. You're taking Samurai Jack? Damn, now you're gonna take fucking Ben 10 from me. I'm not gonna take Ben 10 from you! I'm taking Yusuke Yurameshi! Ben 10. Ben 10 is a really strong choice. (laughs) That 10 is a really strong choice. (laughs) See, I'm trying to stick with like cartoon, like American cartoon characters. Um. I am taking Dexter. Damn. I am taking Dexter. <laughs> you just spoiled my whole fucking plot. Uh, Alright, well, if you take Dexter, then I am taking. Ooh, Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> so I've got a team of Samurai Jack, Ben 10, and Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Sam Jack. Right. I, I don't want to get that confused with Samuel L. <laughs> <laughs> Who might have been a character at some point on the Cartoon Network <laughs> Probably. Princess Bubblegum. And, uh,. Who was the last one? 
Oh, Ben 10. Ben 10, real strong team. I got Yusuke and Dexter. Huh. I'm going to take Rolf from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> damn, that might be, that might be the it for- The three shoe beating! <laughs> that might be it for Samurai Jack, though. <laughs> All right, everybody, who do you think, who, who do you think wins? Samurai Jack, Princess Bubblegum, and Ben 10? We'll call them Team Doc, or you think Team Ziggy with Yusuke Urameshi, nah. Dexter, and Rolf wins? Nah, I'm calling Princess Bubblegum in for the clutch. I mean, if Princess Bubblegum can't really die, but Yusuke's dumb strong. So is Ben 10, though. I and I will only say up through Dark Tournament because then, like, I think they stopped actually airing no, it. I'm throwing, I'm throwing Samurai Jack in first, right? Just to get Rolf out of the way because that's immediately gonna be a fucking problem. <laughs> I mean, I could always just substitute. All right, so like you throw in Samurai Jack, I'll throw in Dexter, and all of your like horizontal attacks will just go right underneath Dexter, <laughs> and then he bring out a ray gun or something like that. See, my original plan was right. He then, to get and then he could use a special move, and he gets that like dodgeball robot suit that he used in the PE episode. Yeah. See, I was originally thinking, get Dexter to examine the alien technology in Ben 10's wristwatch and then hook everybody up with, like, the same kind of, like, tech, right? So now we're fighting from, like, an Iron Man perspective because everybody's got, like, nano gear on. Yeah, see, I was, I'm just thinking, like, a fighting game. I know. I, I, I know where you were thinking, but my head immediately got into, like, strategy. Can you just imagine, like, Rolf, like... Just charging with the shoe, like, yeah! and then like a power move hits, and he just goes, uh, fart, like, in the old country, and like flashes <laughs> up with like things, and like a giant goat, like, summons up, and he just like, it drops a goat down on you. <laughs> Goddamn. Yo, what would fucking. What would Samurai Jack. I guess he would just cut like a fucking, like, hole in like time space time oh condition. this is a really good one that i saw on uh reddit so samurai jack is dropped into every zelda game you assume that his uh sword has the same qualities of the master sword because it can hurt aku so it can hurt mm. ganon so right. he does not have to follow the plot he has all of the skills and abilities that samurai jack has but none of the tools that link has how many Zelda games can Samurai Jack beat? All of them. Breath of the Wild, for sure. All of them. Samurai Jack is almost essentially <laughs> Legend of Zelda without, like, the damsel in distress. It's this nigga chasing Ganondorf throughout, like, space-time to get back to his regular time. You know I've met Phil Lamar? What? Yeah, I was fucking hammered. <sighs> That's tight. I was hammered. So I was oh my at, god, you Phil Lamar! No, no, so I was at a magic tournament, right? Yeah, oh god, you met Phil Lamar at a magic tournament? This is, I'm getting there. Okay. So I was at a DC okay. convention center, and uh, we had a plan where if we dropped out, we would just go and get a bottle and just like hang out yeah. in, the, in the tournament and just get like sloshed. Yep. 
Yep. So I as had the Gatorade. Do, as and you rightfully do. Like, I started just doing the most ridiculous shit. Like, I went out around to all the pro players, and I was, like, people have them sign the tokens of them. Yeah. So I was having them all sign the wrong tokens and yeah. <laughs> throwing pens from people at the top of the, like, balcony onto the people from the lower stairs. Real chaotic shit. But I go downstairs, and then it turns out, Awesome Con! The first Awesome Con was there. What the fuck is Awesome Con? It's like Diet Comic Con. Oh. Anyway, I was okay. like, well, whatever, I'm here. So right. I bought a ticket and I walked in. As it turns out Phil Lamar was there. Oh, shit. And I was like, I saw him and I was like, Phil Lamar, man, you made my childhood awesome. And I shook his hand and uh, that was it. But I was also plastic. <laughs> I literally just walked up to him and I was like, Phil Lamar, you made my childhood awesome. Damn. Damn. I mean, walking into celebrities when you're fucking hammered is probably a whole different kind of experience, yo. One I haven't had the grace to have quite yet. But hopefully once this COVID is fucking over, maybe, you know, stranger things have happened. I was going to say, I've never met a celebrity. I don't think I've never met, like, an actual celebrity in person before. Really? Yeah. No. Um... I mean, I've met Travis Pastrana. Um, Even living out here and hanging I met out a with lot of people. different baseball players. I didn't really like. I was in front of him when he signed the baseball, but I met Willie Mays. Even like my family members, like when we stayed in Jamaica, and shit, they all got to meet like the situation from Jersey Shore because he was down there for some wedding. And oh, what am I talking about? I've met people at the this um, casino, and I totally missed out on that somehow. I, I, I never, I didn't see. Like I have a picture with Lita Ford. Uh, yeah, like what am I talking about? I've definitely met celebrities in person. It's funny. There was a country show with like a big country uh, performer, and I, don't I had no idea who they were, but they're apparently a really big deal. And as we were like cleaning up and everything and he was packing his gear up from off the stage I was like you ever get celebrity lookalikes <laughs> you and he's like those. no 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 he's like nah and I'm like you look like Tom Waits and he's like hey man thanks I love Tom Waits <laughs> that's funny that's funny I thought you were gonna be one of those hey you look like Garth Brooks <laughs> hey you look like Tony Hawk because I am Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I knew he was the performer. I was just yeah. like, you ever get celebrity lookalikes? <laughs> That's a good... Do you think celebrities get celebrity lookalikes from people in their friend group? You know who you look like, Keanu Reeves? Who does Keanu Reeves look like? I don't know. Who's the uh, dude that played... No, goddammit, what is his name? Did you see the picture that I posted where it was um, Anthony Anderson and uh, somebody else on James Corden's show? And I was like, LP and Killer Mike trying to convince uh, John Williams to let them use Imperial uh, March for Run the Jewels album. No, I didn't. I completely missed that on that. I was going to say that... Because uh, LP looks straight like James Corden. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit. I see what I can. I can see. As, as can we see said off wax, we are we are the podcast equivalent now of Run the Jewels. Yes, yes. 
We are sleepy run the jewels because it's 12.30 at night and we normally don't do this this late. Nope. But, but, you heard it here first, motherfuckers. This is the podcast equivalent of Run the Jewels. Yep. And we are solidified in that. Alright, so, if you... If you were going to have a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh my god. With four people, living or dead, you get three of them to be in your team and one of them to be the dungeon master. Who do you pick? You're gonna have to repeat that to me because um, essentially what I've been doing this entire time was trying to figure out who Keanu Reeves looks like because I had somebody in mind. Uh, yeah, I've been stuck on that this entire time. I actually mentally jumped to Adam Driver before I just saw yep. your phone yep. and you were looking at Adam Driver. No. That's, that's, that's a, like, we're starting to be on, like, no, the same fucking wave. That was mental as shit. You just saw that shit out of the corner of your eye and you were like, that's Adam Driver. And then you looked over at my phone and you were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yep. No, there's no way you're not going to tell me that Keanu Reeves doesn't kind of look like Adam Driver with, like, a smaller nose. I could buy it. Uh, yeah, I could buy it. Uh, yes, I interrupted for that. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> so, I'm planning get, a D&D <clears throat> campaign. You get a D&D campaign, and you get to pick four people, living or dead, from throughout history. I'll even get... I'll even give you fictional characters. Who get to, you get three celebrities, or three people, historical figures. Yeah, let's not do fictional. Three historical figures or popular culture figures, living or dead, okay. to be in your team. And then one to be the dungeon master. Mm. So a total of four. Okay. Mark Twain. Okay. That's a really good one. James Baldwin. Interesting. H.G. Wells. And who else? Dick Gregory. Okay, who's gonna be your dungeon master? I have a, I think there's one that's obvious should be your dungeon master. I mean. Now remember, they're gonna want to be the one building this world that you're gonna be navigating through. Hold on, I wanna make sure I get something right real quick. All I know is I don't want George R.R. R. Martin as my dungeon master. We would all fucking die. Oh, change H.G. Wells to George Orwell. Alright. And I want George Orwell to be the dungeon master. <laughs> so, explain your picks. Actually, no, change my dungeon master to Mark Twain. That's who I was going to say. Yeah, to your dungeon it was master originally thing. who I was going to make my dungeon master, but I feel like George Orwell would be a dickhead for a dungeon master. 
ultimately, I just want to hear all of these people, like, argue about how to navigate a fucking dungeon. <laughs> I feel like this would be a very interesting conversation <laughs> to be a part of. Um, so, I want Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Uh, in mine. I mean, can you just imagine, like, the snappiness of... All four of those people, I don't know if you're familiar with Dick Gregory or not, but Dick Gregory wrote a book called Nigger, and <laughs> he was a stand-up comedian. I know I shouldn't have led with the he wrote a book called Nigger thing, but it was one of the most outlandish things that he did. But he also did nothing but tell the entire truth and nothing but the truth his entire life. And is to be respected. Like, he's widely respected by every single black stand-up comedian that is like known and like lots of political figures and stuff like he ran for president at one fucking point and garnered like three percent of like the independent like national vote i think so i might yeah double check me on those numbers but yeah um you know who james baldwin is like everybody i picked essentially is a writer yeah right (laughs) so i want i'm like i've thought about this before um, and I always have like a changing list. The whole who I want to be, Jesus isn't going to be the DM. He's just a S tier healer. Like, can't touch him. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to get like Tagashi, the guy who wrote Hunter x Hunter and Yu, and Yu Yu Hakusho mm. to like be the DM, but then I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna end up fighting a lot of fucking demons then. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's also gonna be like a really complicated combat system. It's kind of predictable. Yeah, like just imagine like the kind of fucking dungeon Mark Twain would come up with. <laughs> um, Patton Oswalt. Just cause you gotta have uh, someone who's all yeah. in for the RP. Also, just Patton Oswalt interacting with Jesus. And he, you know, a, D, a good D&D campaign, you gotta have someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, he's also not gonna be the Dungeon Master. Because I feel like Patton should be the Dungeon Master, though. <laughs> but I don't think... Alright. So, also, take... go. Use your imagination and think about like this world. Use my imagination. I just put George Orwell, Mark Twain, James Baldwin, and Dick Gregory in a room together. (laughs) (laughs) Playing Dungeons and Dragons. Can you imagine what that room would be like? So much sass. George Orwell's just like, space. (laughs) George Orwell and James Baldwin just keep getting into it about how the system is just trying to tear everybody. Why do we even have dungeons in the first place? You know, the only reason we even have dungeons is because the fucking monarchies are trying to hide these things from us. (laughs) Uh, So another one that I would want to play with would be Robert De Niro. Mm. I, I kind so of just... Jesus, Patton Oswald, Robert De Niro walk into a bar. So the reason I want Robert De Niro is basically I want Meet the Parents Robert De Niro mm. sitting at a table playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. 
I want Meek, Ferris, Robert De Niro. Listen, Jesus, I mean, I know you're new to these tabletop games. Um, so, Jesus, you can milk a cat. Can you milk me? I have nipples. That's, that's what you're thinking about? While you're plotting this? No, I'm just imagining, like, Robert De Niro cross that's arms, what I'm saying. just like... That's what I'm hating, saying. Hating, like, every single turn, he's just hating like... Hating every single second. Yes! Like, why do I even have to be here? <laughs> uh, but, you know, the moment he actually just hits, like, a really good roll, he's like, Oh! I did something! Mm -hmm. Look at that. Which kind of by proxy makes me want to put the last one to be Al Pacino, but I don't want it to be Al Pacino. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I'm looking at the board for inspiration. Uh, how do you not put Bowie on that table? Jesus, Patton Oswalt, Robert De Niro, and David Bowie. <laughs> and of course Bowie is the fucking dungeon master. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna be playing Dungeons and Dragons. You're gonna your team is good. You're gonna be teamed up with George Orwell, James Baldwin, and Dick Gregory, and in a world Mark designed Twain. by Mark, Mark Twain. Twain. And I'm gonna be teamed up with Jesus, Patton Oswalt, and Robert De Niro in a world design a labyrinth designed by <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> Yes, because of course it's going to be a labyrinth. <laughs> Why would it be anything else? You remind me of the baby. <laughs> the babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. I saw my baby. <laughs> Don't you do Driving good crap. What should I do? Oh, that means that during your campaign, like... Every 15 minutes, they're gonna, there's gonna be a musical number. There is going to be. Good thing I play a bard. I always play a bard. My campaign will never get anything done because they'll be too busy sassing each other out. At least Mark would be smart enough to just be like, well, you're on a raft. <laughs> exactly. It's going downstream. Exactly. Bicker amongst yourselves. You find a dungeon, and in this dungeon, there is a river. And upon the river is a rickety raft that you all must float. <laughs> Continue for four chapters. Throw in some racism. Which will all come from George Orwell. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be microaggressions that we're all just murmuring to him about. Like, really? So, I think my no, campaign... No, I'm on your side. I'm an ally. <laughs> I feel like my campaign, Jesus will be doing his best to cheer up De Niro. Yeah. And Patton Oswalt would just yeah. be screaming at David Bowie how to do his job. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Patton would just be like, Patton and Robert would just be enamored with Jesus and they'd be asking him a bunch of questions while Patton, Jesus, and Bowie are trying to argue about who's in charge actually of the campaign. <laughs> no, no, Bowie would clearly be in charge, but Patton would just be like, no, you should be doing this! And backseat driving, right? And Jesus would be backseat driving him, like, you should let him run the campaign. No, but Jesus always anyway. takes the wheel. They, 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 I, I led you right into that. God damn it. Have you heard about the Christian diet? 
No. It's always, you go running on the beach every morning. It doesn't work very well, because eventually the angel's wings lift you up and carry you. <sighs> Take me up. Don't. I'm broken wing. Listen. So I can learn to fly again. La 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 You can flowers above on the sea. But you You know what this makes me think about? I'm up too late and it's time to turn the TV off. Oh, last one. It was trending on Netflix because it just got put on there. What's your favorite Chappelle show skit? Oh shit. God damn, it's so many of them. It's so many of them, though. I feel like the real world skit is probably one of the funniest. Oh no, the fucking <laughs> the crib, the MTV Cribs episode where they come to the cribs and he busts the fucking dinosaur egg out. Yo. <laughs> my favorite, I think my favorite's the reversal of the justice system. I plead the fifth. Oh yeah, that was classic. I'm gonna piss on you. <laughs> yes, I do. I understand why he walked away from that shit show. Like, after watching some of them shits, I'm like, yeah, this nigga was G'ing off with all kinds of ratchet shit. He was like, this shit is gonna come back to haunt me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he said he's not getting paid for the Netflix shit. You know, Netflix has already given him some bags. Yeah, but Netflix don't own the Chappelle show. Comedy Central do. Hey, I don't want to get into the contractual shit. Fucking Dave Chappelle's life. I think it's... He was talking about it. I think it's pretty interesting, yeah. Like, it's wild how... It's definitely interesting, but... Niggas can make all that content, that iconic content, and not own any of it because of the system of capitalism we live in. Yup. How a mu- like artists can make music and then you know after they die their families don't get any of the rights from it because they didn't own their oh. masters and shit. Uh, my friend Justin Rax, the guy who helped produce the intro with me. Yeah. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to Rax. He uh, he found out that some of his music was on Amazon Music, and he didn't put it there. What? So he was like, I have have to sue somebody. How does that work? I don't know. But his music is apparently on Amazon Music that he never published. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that nigga might need to do some intel work too. Like, (laughs) how the fuck? Somebody in his camp leaking music? That ain't right. That's what I'm talking about. And this shit is wild. Yeah. Chappelle show on Netflix. Dave ain't seeing any money from it. I mean, Lighthouse, check me. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard him say. Yeah, I just tell if you're looking for more D&D campaigns and all the weird shit going on is that still none of this is normal. None of it. None of it is normal. How many times do we got to tell y'all motherfuckers? Never enough. Never enough! See you guys next week. Look, it's a flood! It's flooding! Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground! Open the floodgates!
Google it Alexa. It is time to 